Hi and welcome or welcome back. This is the Harmonic Fuckery Podcast and I'm your host Regina Perro. Today I want to talk about a concept that I've been thinking about the past couple of days and that concept is sexual healing. Um, the reason I started thinking about this is because I, for some reason, randomly remembered the song Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. I think most of you have probably heard it. It's a classic. Uh, it's like sexual healing yeah that one um <laughs> i'm pretty sure you know it um however i didn't really know what that song was actually about i just remembered that phrase sexual healing and i was like hmm what an interesting concept but i didn't know if in the song sexual healing actually means what i think it means um and i looked up the lyrics on genius lyrics And I also looked at the annotations about what people think the lyrics mean. And I was kind of disappointed because apparently the lyrics really just mean that sex heals you from, from your like horniness. Um, <laughs> if um, your horniness is driving you crazy, then you have sex and then that's, that's the sexual healing. But the way I think about sexual healing is different. Um, the way I think about it um, it is possible that sex could possibly heal you from other things except for horniness. Um, I think that if you have good healthy sex, it can actually help you heal past trauma or it can help you um, improve your own mood and improve your own mental health even. And yeah, I'm, I just kind of want to explain to you what I mean by that. So the first thing I, I kind of came up with was that sex could be like a coping mechanism. Like if you feel bad, you could have sex and it will make you feel better. But I'm not really happy with that concept because I don't think a good coping strategy should be dependent on somebody else. I mean, it's nice to have the strategy on hand in case you have somebody who consents to having sex with you. So you can be like, yes, I can use sex for healing. Yay. Um, but, you know, it depends on whether somebody else is there that you could have sex with. And it also depends on whether that person is in the mood for sex and whether they consent to sex. So I don't think it's a reliable coping strategy for anything. So... If you feel bad about something, you can't necessarily rely on the fact that somebody will be there to have sex with you. Um, maybe if there isn't anybody there, you could um, you could go to masturbation as like an alternative coping strategy. But I think it's also not a really like practical strategy for everyday life because you're usually when you need to cope with something, you're usually not in a situation where you can just masturbate like you. Just go about your life and go about your day and you're not necessarily always like in your own apartment or in your own bedroom where you can masturbate whenever you need to cope with something. So I don't think um, any of those two, um, sex or masturbation, necessarily are a great coping mechanism to, um, to cope with your feelings or to cope with any sort of emotional distress. Um, as I said, it's like nice to have, like if it's possible for you to do that at that moment where you need to cope with something, then great, but it's not necessarily something you should rely on. But um, I do think that sexual healing exists like more in the long term. Um, I think in the long term, the kind of sex that you have 
um, can like over over a longer period of time it can hurt you or heal you um, it can go both ways and when I first became sexually active I participated in a lot in a lot of stuff that harmed me in the long run so it was kind of the opposite of sexual healing because I um, somehow always ended up in situations in in hookups with uh, people who didn't necessarily respect me that much. I think at this point I should say content warning. I'm about to talk about sexual assault and such. So if that is something that's hard for you to hear right now, then I need you to think about whether you're ready to hear it right now or whether you're going to skip the rest of this episode. Um, But yeah, I ended up in situations with uh, a lot of guys who didn't respect me, who didn't respect my boundaries. And I also, like, I know I can't blame myself. I know it's on them if they didn't respect me. But there are also instances where I could have made my boundaries more clear. So it's not like it's it's not like it's my fault that they crossed lines. Um, but I could have made it, I guess, a little bit easier for them to not cross the lines by making them abundantly clear and by even just realizing what my boundaries are for myself because in a lot of cases I realized that I was uncomfortable with something and they must have noticed too so there wasn't necessarily real consent so in that case it was their fault and their responsibility to realize that I was extremely uncomfortable but I wasn't sure just for myself why I was feeling uncomfortable and what I'm into and what I'm not and um, what kind of sex or sexual activity makes me feel safe and what doesn't so um yeah I did to some extent participate in sexual activities that harmed my mental health in the long run and that harmed my self-image in the long run but in some cases I also didn't actively participate in it it was just people being abusive and crossing lines and um in that case, it wasn't me getting myself in these situations. It was just people being disrespectful to me and not caring whether I wanted to or not. Um, so, yeah, I was for a while. I, I kind of since I didn't have any social boundaries to like not hang out or not date assholes. Um, it kind of happened a lot that I ended up in a sexual situation with somebody who then didn't respect me and who crossed all the lines um so I kind of um yeah I got a certain amount of sexual trauma from that time um and even if somebody didn't cross the line or didn't cross my boundaries and even if they even if something was consensual between the two of us still I I put myself also in some situations where um, the sex itself was consensual and it could have been fine, but I was sleeping with somebody, for example, who had made it clear to me that it was just a hookup to them when I actually had feelings for them. So I kind of set myself up to get hurt because I already knew that for them it didn't mean anything, but I needed it to mean something. I needed it to mean um, that we had feelings for each each other and that maybe we would end up dating. But I knew from the beginning that that wouldn't happen. And I still um, 
allowed myself to have sex with those people. And yeah, it was kind of clear from the beginning that I would end up being getting hurt. Um, so when I realized that, I got kind of mad at myself, honestly. And um, it was really hard for me to draw the line in which of these situations I was being irresponsible and in which situations it was actually the other person's fault. As I said, there are situations where people just didn't even care about my consent. So that's definitely their responsibility and their fault. But in other situations, it was kind of a bl blurred line. And I wasn't entirely sure if people were treating me badly, especially when it came to sex, or if I was treating myself badly. And if I was getting myself into situations where I just got hurt repeatedly. Um, and then for a while, I, I stopped having sex altogether. And then I started again, and then I had some hookups again. But now the first time that I feel like sex is actually healing and helpful to me is now in my relationship that I am in currently. And I'm not going to share details about it because I'm not going to put personal details about another person on the internet. But what I can say is that now for the first time I'm really like thinking about whether the sex that I'm having with this person is making me feel better or worse and if it is helpful or harmful to me and I can communicate my boundaries very clearly because there's a certain level of trust established so I also know that I always have a choice like at, at any point during sex I could say no or stop or I could say sorry I'm not comfortable with this right now and I know that the other person would stop immediately and that was never the case before I always felt like if I withdrew my consent during sex at some point or during I don't know making out the other person would get mad or they would not accept the fact that I was saying no and they would have sex with me anyway um, or kind of force me to do something in the bedroom anyway um, like, I don't know, they would, like, force me to give them a blowjob. Um, but now I'm in a relationship where I can feel safe and where I, where I know I actually have a choice and I actually have, like, the space to really explore what I want to consent to and what I want to participate in. And I feel like it's really healing for me to have that in my life right now and I feel like I just met this person at the exactly right time um, and I feel like it's really also helping me um, overcome my past sexual trauma because sometimes um, when I'm with this person I kind of get triggered uh, by stuff because it kind of reminds me of past situations where somebody was disrespectful to me during sex and it just comes up in, in my head and I can't really stop it from coming up. Uh, I can just like let it, I can let it go and like let it pass through my brain and then just go away. Um, I can do that, but I can't prevent it from coming up in the first place. Um, and it's kind of like now I have the chance and the opportunity to have good sex and healthy sex so many times that at some point these bad memories won't come up anymore or, or they will come up way less frequently because I'll have 
so many more positive memories of sex or of that certain type of sexual interaction that it will kind of push the negative memories out. Like there will be so many positive memories attached to sex that the negative ones um, will get pushed to the side and they will become insignificant. And uh, that just feels amazing, honestly. And yeah. Um, but I, I, like I still have to, I think to have healthy sex and to have sex that allows for sexual healing from past trauma or from any sort of um, bad experience that you had in the past. Um, I think that's still, it re requires a lot of work. You can't just, if, if you've had like terrible sexual experiences in the past, you can't just have sex without ever thinking about it and just hope that it will heal you. You kind of have to reflect on all the stuff that you like and that you don't like and what you can consent to and what kind of things maybe you consented to but you didn't really mean it and what you said no to and how you consented or didn't consent and you think about like what are my sexual preferences and am I happy with that I made um, uh, a podcast episode a while back about how I was um, kind of confused about sexual kinks and how I wasn't sure if my kinks were healthy because maybe they were based on me wanting to be kind of controlled by the other person, kind of disrespected by the other person maybe, or maybe not. So I think sexual healing or, or sex that is healing you requires you to do a lot of inner work, like reflecting on everything that has to do with sex for yourself. And It is a lot of work. It's not just fun. It's not just hooking up and seeing where it goes and just letting everything unfold. It's also about having hard conversations. Like, for example, if you have d different triggers and past trauma that comes up sometimes, like talk to your partner and it may be kind of, it might feel unsexy to say these things and to bring up these topics, but... I I did that uh, uh, like shortly before recording this podcast. I brought up something from my past sexual trauma to my partner, and it was it was kind of hard to talk about it. I didn't want to kill the mood. I didn't want to make things complicated because I just wanted sex to be fun. But I I know I had I knew I had to I knew I had to bring it up to support my sexual healing, and I did. And it went really well. He reacted really well to it. He was very understanding and kind. And I think those are also situations where you bring something up that is kind of difficult for you about sex. Like from the from the reaction of your partner, um, you can kind of see where you like really stand with them and whether they actually are trustworthy. And it in this case, it just showed me again that I am right to trust this person. And that was really great. Um, so, yeah, I think sexual healing is not just like this romantic thing or this thing that you should romanticize and you sh should just... It's not like passion itself and consensual sex itself is going to heal you, in my opinion. It's, of course, safe and consensual sex but while also doing some inner work and really reflecting on what you're doing. So, yeah, those are just my thoughts about sexual healing. And now I got the song Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye stuck in my head. 
Um, I don't think I ever really liked that song that much. I think it came on, on the radio when I was a kid and I didn't know what it meant. I just realized that it included the word sexual and I was like, oh my God, that's such a dirty word. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, as a kid, I thought that that was crazy that somebody would sing about sex. But uh, I've also, since then, I've made a couple of songs myself uh, about sex. So I guess I kind of changed my mind about that. And yeah, this episode is kind of like way shorter than they usually are. Um, I'm kind of trying to figure out what else I want to say, if I want to say anything else, or if, if I just want to end the podcast here for today. Um, I guess I'll just tell you a little bit about what I'm doing in my life right now. Um, for this semester in college, all my exams are over, and I basically um, have some time off now. I think it's like another month. And I want to make a lot of music, but I've been really struggling building some healthy habits, like getting up really in the morning and not just like later at noon. Um, and, you know, getting up on time, working out, making music, like being kind of productive. I've been kind of struggling with that, but I think it's getting better now. I had to get up at seven today to go to a, a doctor's appointment. I went to a gynecologist because of my endometriosis it's like my my chronic illness that I have um, where I used to have a lot of pain uh, in my lower abdomen but now uh, I'm on medication and I just had to go to a doctor to kind of talk about the medication whether it's working for me or not whether I have any side effects and um, they like examined uh, my body to make sure that nothing was going wrong with the medication and That's why I had to get up kind of early today and when I got back I worked out and now after this podcast I'm going to make some music and it's that's really exciting. And I'm really trying to uh, get my life back on track in February. Today is February 2nd and this is the month where I really want to build this new routine and I, where I really want to be productive when it comes to my music. So I want to establish like a healthy sleep cycle. I want to establish good sleep hygiene. I want to establish working out like five times a week. And it doesn't have to be long, just like 10 minutes to 20 minutes. Um, I want to establish like a routine when it comes to making music. So I can like be proud of what I do in music. So that's something that's on my mind right now. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think most of all, like the whole sleep cycle thing is bothering me because I'm really struggling with sleep hygiene and with good sleep and enough sleep and with not waking up at noon. Um, yeah, so that's some stuff that I'm struggling with right now, but I think I'm getting it all back on track. So that feels great. And I'm going to make a bit of a plan right now for February, like what I want to do and going to try to track my progress and track whether I can actually adopt these good habits um, I'm just yeah you know trying to make a bit of a schedule and a bit of a plan because that usually helps me be accountable to myself so yeah that's what I'm going to do right now thank you for listening um, I'm really happy that 
there are people listening to my podcast episodes like that makes me insanely happy so thank you um and you'll hear from me this time next week bye